In this game, the object is for you to kill everything coming at you and to avoid being killed. And you will die. And welcome back to the League of Casual Gamers podcast, your hardcore podcast for casual gaming. I am your host, Brian, and I'm here with Jay, the money man, Moolah. Hope you got your shitting pants on, because it's shitting time. <laughs> and the man who's way too boosted for his own face, but we call him B. I never thought we'd make it here. It's been, it's been a... It's, it's been a struggle this evening. Uh, a little bit of inside baseball. Um, we were supposed to record this podcast at 8.30 Eastern uh, <laughs> Standard. It's uh, 9 o'clock or 9.10, and we're just now recording uh, by the good graces of the gods of Skype. So thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, if you are excited about listening to the podcast you can always catch us on instagram and twitter at lcg pod you can find us on facebook at the league of casual gamers you can always support us at our patreon at league of casual gamers become a leaguer for just a dollar a month if you want to write the podcast have a question a concern or just want to tell me how great i am you can always write us at lcgpod at gmail.com but if you do nothing else absolutely nothing else please like and subscribe Subscribe on all major podcast platforms. Please click that fifth, count them, five stars. Is that everything, gentlemen? Well, I think it's also important to mention that we're officially hiring a IT guy to run the uh, the tech behind oh, yeah. the scenes here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just so we can maybe not have these technical issues in the future. <laughs> uh, in addition to paying my salary, your dollar a month for being a leaguer will go towards paying the salary. I mean, <laughs> brand new vaunted tech guy because our producer is garbage. Yeah, we yeah. got a lot of move up opportunity here at LCG Pod, so it's, yeah. an, it's an exciting opportunity <laughs> to get him on the ground floor. Great culture, uh, great work life balance. You only work <laughs> one night a week, <laughs> and you get to play a shit ton of video games. What kind of? That's a it's a great work life balance, right? Yeah, we're gonna need you to play way more video games than we play. Uh, <laughs> Right. Not only are you going to fix all our technical issues, you're also going to give us 90% of the content for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so we got a great podcast in store for you guys. Uh, we're going to get into our early reactions and reviews of Jar- Star Wars uh, Fallen Jedi. Or is it Jedi Ooh! Fallen? Is it? It's great fall- game of the year, right, guys? It's Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, so we're gonna get into our early reviews on that. Uh, we're a really great game if we can't remember the name of it. <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about the um, the Google Stadia Reddit AMA that recently came out and uh, the debacle that is Google Stadia. I know Jay is gonna love to rail on them. And then, as a special little added bonus, as always, we're gonna give you our game saver tip of the month. The Ooh. tip you can take with you to get better time and money out of your video games so super excited for that uh yeah. but before we get there gentlemen i got a quick question oh um recently i don't know if you guys knew this but playstation uh, just debuted its brand new dual shot controller for playstation 5 uh, who cares <laughs> 
Next segment. Uh, did y'all see the controller? And did you notice something interesting about it? Um, no. Uh huh. No to both. <laughs> no to both questions. <laughs> well, uh, what I was getting at is that if you saw the controller, um, it was debuted as this great brand new controller for PlayStation Five, but it in fact looks exactly like. The PlayStation controller for PlayStation Can I, 4. Okay, all right. This is, let me just real re- let's get in the Wayback Machine for a second. Um, not so long ago, there was a lot of noise about an Xbox, a new controller for the Xbox. And I think they called it their Pro Controller. Is that accurate? Do you guys remember that? Um, Xbox has released a series of controllers for the Xbox One, but, so but, I'm I'm concerned as to what you're talking about. Well, well, let me help you. I'm concerned. <laughs> the the difference I think was they had buttons on the under pad of the controller, so you had like these extra. They had like um uh, levers, like a uh, paddles. They had pedals. Yeah, yeah. That was your, that's the that's the elite. That's the elite controller. I don't. Okay. I don't know if that was that long ago. I think they debuted that like uh, maybe like two years ago. Right. It's like an eighty dollar crazy elite pro controller. It's like with the e gamers use, so they so they can go in the face faster than the other guy can shoot them in the face. Yeah. I don't remember getting excited about a uh, an elite Xbox controller. The last time I got excited about a controller was a Mad Cat's Glow in the Dark controller from GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> I it I just I just thought it was funny because you know I, I they kind of like unveiled their PS5 controller, but like I, I think it's funny because PlayStation historically has never really changed the design of their controller outside of a few minor tweaks here or there. You know they added the the touchpad or whatever uh, when they unveiled the ps4 controller the ps5 yeah, that was like the biggest change to their controller in like 40 years yeah the ps5 controller is um you know it's a little bit it has a slightly larger body and triggers um and it added a USB-C port um but for the most part it remains mostly unchanged and it's just like you you keep revealing the same controller year in year out and it's just it's just really funny because xbox like pretty changes their controller like they their style I guess stays fairly similar, but their controller changes from system to system. I mean, yeah. go back and and look up the the brick that was the original Xbox controller. I think the it hamburger. Ass. It's literally a hamburger. I hated exactly. it. And then yeah. and then look at the look at the Xbox controller we have now, and I'm sure those similar the X the 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 Project Scarlet controller. When whenever they do re- reveal it, is gonna it's gonna look different. I mean, Xbox likes to really change its hardware from from systems. System even system, the yeah. even the console itself looks radically different. Whereas like the PS, the PlayStation's console have always tried to take on that black sleek form from yeah. console to console. So it's just fun. I just I just thought it funny because like IGN posted, oh. Xbox Five controller revealed, and you're just like, oh, is it? Isn't it the Xbox? I mean, Xbox. Isn't it the PlayStation Four controller? It just it looks like the same thing. 
I uh, when I first saw this on on news outlets when it dropped, I literally thought it was a joke. I thought it was just like a big bit that everybody was doing where they yeah. were just like, oh, like, you know, PlayStation always drops control and it always looks the same. And I, I, I you know, I actually laughed and rolled my eyes. Like, yeah, they would yeah. do something like that. Like they and were then, posting the same photos of the PlayStation 4. Controller. Right. Exactly. I thought they were just posting the DualShock 4 and everything was, you know, just really funny. And then I realized I was like, holy shit, this is the same controller why i don't know what are they revealing like you can't tell that anything has changed year over year uh from last year or from you know four to five with this one versus you know Ooh. when when you know xbox drops theirs have, have y'all seen the mashup of the um the xbox controls over the years versus the playstation controls for the years no, no i need to see that yeah there's if you just you know google it one day but like yeah. um it's like uh, it, it has it's like a it's almost like a meme that says like you know if it if it ain't broke don't fix it, yeah. And like literally a PlayStation controller, even going back to the original, like it basically is the same. I will say it, it mm. Xbox took up until now to find a decent controller. The uh, the previous versions of the Xbox controller were terrible. Yeah, I mean like you're you're talking about like just being way too bulky in your hand and big and stupid then they went really small at some point and got the remember really they, small they controllers. yeah they had to cut the brick in half in, in the yeah. same edition of the Xbox they came out with like basically the mini and it was right. just like you know where's where's my where's my goldilocks controller yeah <laughs> i i remember the mini yeah <laughs> who's going to be the first console to let you pass controllers on to your next generation system can't. I, I, I was I was just about to ask you guys. Do y'all think that the the PlayStation controller from four is going to no. work on your fives? No, 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 no absolutely. Not. Aren't they all Bluetooth? It's it's not about that. It's about reoccurring yeah. revenue. Yeah, it's 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 not going to. The signal won't. They won't. It won't link properly. It won't link at all. It, no, no. Well, like, if I'm, if I'm I would say to my computer, then what I would say is, well, that's a good point, Brian. What I would say is, what if they sold you a controller for like 150 bucks, but they say this controller is going to work for every single system we release? Like, I still wouldn't that's buy worth it, it right? In in six seven years, when you release the next system and you release it with a sick, nasty, vicious ass controller, I'm going to want that controller regardless. Well, that's, that's the risk you take. That's the risk you take. No, yeah. The, I mean, the fact is, you never have to buy another. That's the biggest scam in the world. Why am I going to invest in a controller for a system A that I don't even know that I'm gonna buy, and B where I'm when I buy the system, it's gonna come with a fucking controller. It's gonna come with one controller, yeah, sure. I don't think I would ever buy a forever controller. Yeah, because uh, there's no such thing as forever technology. Like unless you're the wheel of a car, <laughs> it's like there, there's that's a good point. Yeah, there's just no forever technology. Look at the controller over the years. Look at the Xbox controller. Well, they... They're going to design a console that speaks to the controller that they design it with, and then they're going to create a subsystem within that console that speaks to that old busted controller that they sold you six years ago. And then that controller is not going to be as responsive. It's not going to be as cool. And it may not even work with all games, right? Because they're not going to say it's going to work for everything. They're just going to say it's going to work. So they're going to be like, you know, just like just like right now with the Switch, Switch Lite can't play all Switch games. 
Which, by the way, is my hang up on buying a Switch Lite. I, I just, just buy Switch Lite. You're, you don't want to play all Switch games. You just want to fucking play Pokemon. Go buy a Switch Lite and play Pokemon. Yeah, 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 For the Xbox <laughs> controller. You get really, uh, you're passionate about this. You know that? Yeah, because it's 200 bucks. You want to go pay $500 to buy a fucking Switch and six games you're not going to play. All you're going to play is Pokemon in handheld mode. I don't know why we're arguing about this. And Zelda. Don't forget about Zelda. Oh my god. Go ahead, Jay. You were saying something? I just wanna I just want so for the Xbox, if you think about it, again, I'll just reiterate this point. No technology is forever technology. I mean you you have them everything is designed to break because they need to you know, they have to make money off of it somehow. You know, you can't just give me a a permanent gaming system you know it's or a, a controller or i mean hell think about your own car i mean we could send people to mars or the moon or whatever but our cars don't last more than five years it's like you know there's technology is out there it's just designed to to be monetized that's all um and i i would argue that if the day comes where they do start to entertain the idea of these Let's just say longer term controllers, they're going to be expensive. In fact, they're going to be like maybe half the price of a console because they have to make money. You got to you have to sell a lot of units, you know. Well, it's, yeah, it's, the idea the idea would definitely be you got to yeah, it would, that's why I'd say it would probably cost you like $150 because a controller standard controller is like 50 60 bucks. And if the the idea is that you for every one of these that are sold, you know, three or four controllers standard controllers won't be sold so whatever it, it, we're getting lost in the weeds it it's it, it was just a a stupid thing that i saw an idea about this <laughs> ps5 controller and i was like it looks like my ps4 controller i hope i can just use my ps4 controller yeah see not gonna happen that's literally the first thought i had too yeah. all right um that horse is sufficiently dead let's uh let's jump into some news Ooh, the only news uh, that matters star wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. All right, gentlemen. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is out. People are playing it. People are buying it. The reviews are good. I don't care about the IGN reviews anymore. I care about your review. Uh, who wants to get us started on their experience with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Jay. Jay, you're up. Uh, all right. Well... Hold we'll on, start... real, real quick, Jay. Let me pull on this table so you can stand on it. <laughs> we'll start on the uh, on the positives, sure. uh, and then we'll go into negatives, and then we'll give our overall opinion on. This. Oh, there's um, some negatives. Oh, Jay. Uh, so we'll make it easy. We'll all go around. We'll all say our positives. Then we'll all go around and say our negatives, and then we'll all give our overall we'll last we'll final crush time. it. Uh, In light of this opening, the chair seeds its time to Jay. Yes. Uh, so it the last. I, I mean, one of the things I realized early on about this game is how long I've been waiting for a good Star Wars game, like a, like a, a adventure game. Um, and I honestly can say it's been since Knights of the Old Republic. Um, which, if I remember correctly, that was on the original Xbox. Um, that was a long time ago. Like, I'm ballparking maybe 15 years now. I can't remember anymore. Um, this game 
checks all the boxes everyone on this podcast heard me talk about before about what makes a good game a good game at least at this early onset i'm only a few hours in just unlocked the fourth planet uh haven't even been there yet so it's it's got a compelling character strong narrative um decent decently challenging gameplay uh a compelling you know action component to it within that and puzzle solving uh it it's got all the right what i call star wars elements so you have the force lightsabers great alien characters and creatures uh and it's really uh tying together some at least at this early point some really strong uh you know thematic moments that i think set the stage for the end game uh and i'm a sucker for in general you know a great space fantasy you know so you have your starship and your crew and you're going from location to location you know solving problems you know it's the scooby gang in space um i love it uh it's 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 definitely you know for me i think you know i wasn't in the battlefront uh, either of them quite disappointed uh when the battlefront then the, re, the rebooted battlefront came out would not buy the, the new battlefront 2 uh and this game is everything I've, I've been wanting i think for a while for star for a star wars game so um you know again still early but i've already seen some really strong um positive i don't know how far you guys are but you know you i'm still on the first planet yeah so it's it's definitely uh it's definitely going to be one of those things where you you play and you're constantly oh my god i can't believe they let us do this this and this it's just a smart well-balanced game that that is delivering on kind of all cylinders for me brandon um wow Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Okay. Yeah. Jedi uh, I, Fallen Order. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. I got to get the name right. Eventually. I'm only about, this is a first, this is like a, this is like a first glance for me. I'm only about three or four hours into this game. Uh, first planet type situation, opening credits type situation. Got a feel for the game. Uh, first and foremost, it, it feels like a fucking Star Wars game. I think that's the biggest thing it has for it. That's why I went out and bought it. Um, because there's been so much failure in this franchise in terms of video games. Um, and right now we're in the midst of so much success in some, in some of the other areas of star Wars, given, you know, uh, Mandalorian and some of the movies that I love, uh, this feels like a star Wars game. So, so that's great. And it feels like a star Wars game for a lot of reasons. Jay said, you got the force, you got lightsabers, you got droids, you got, you got aliens. Um, the landscape is, is looking good. Um, second thing I like about it is the story. The story seems genuine. It seems unique. It seems like, it seems like solid canon inside the Star Wars universe, which is nice. They're, they're grounding it with some notable characters that we, that we know they're grounded in some notable lore from the movies. So, um, you're not, you're not just in some random event out in the middle of, somewhere they're grounding it in a lot of um with some characters and some events um that you already know from the movies so that makes your immersion into the game that much more special and makes you feel like when you walk out of this thing you're gonna you're gonna be better for it going in going into watching the rest of the movies you're gonna have some some knowledge um and the third thing is that it's challenging and it's not straightforward 
Um, there's some open aspects to it. We 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 talked about this when we were reviewing some of the early content and um and information about the game, and it, it seems to ring true. Um, areas that you you can't access because you're, you're either don't have the special ability to do it or you're not powerful enough or what have you um, is there it which invites you to come back to certain places that, to get certain upgrades and stuff like that so it offers you a, a lot in that aspect and so th- th- like early on those are the things that I'm seeing um, I played this thing for the for the story so for me that's the number one reason I'm going to stick with it all the way to the end I'm going to beat this game um, because I, I just need to know at this point um, what the end game looks like. Yeah, definitely a hundred percent completion for me. I'm I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I, I, get, I agree with you guys on on all those points. I think. Uh, it specifically it feels like a Star Wars game, and I think I, I felt that most when I was not in the middle of action, but when I was running around the planet, and the soundtrack in the background was so uniquely Star Wars. Like, the guy on the flute is like... Like, when you're just kind of, like, just running around, like, he... That 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 soundtrack in the background is the the same music you hear when you're watching a Star Wars movie. So, it just makes you... It kind of immerses you in that world really well. Um, It also feels like a Star Wars game because when when he swings that lightsaber... He's not just going left and right it up and it's he's swirling it. He's moving it around um, right. to avoid spoilers. You know, he, he doesn't come to the lightsaber raw. And so, like, every when you hit a button and he moves that lightsaber, it, it feels like you're controlling a Jedi. And to me, that that that's so essential to making this feel like a Star Wars game. Um, you know, everything is about you know, you wielding your lightsaber to the best of your ability in conjunction with your force powers, you know, you don't have a blaster. So like, you know, it, it, it is you and that lightsaber and then the force. And then finally with the story, I love the fact that, um, it's not a random event to the extent that the, the, the game can, could happen and not happen and nothing changes, right? Like there, the game is set into the world of Star Wars in that, um, at least from the way that I understand it, his story has an impact on the rest of the the timeline, which makes you feel like you're actually doing something that matters, right? right? Like, if you were going to do, if this game was just, if they said, oh, this happens between this movie and this movie, but it's like a blip in the galaxy that doesn't actually make a ripple onto anything then it's hard to really invest in the story. And so knowing that like what you're doing is actually part of the movies that you've watched and everything that you know about the universe or the galaxy rather, uh, to me that, that makes it so much easier to kind of immerse yourself and care about the characters and care about what's going on here. Uh, even, even though like he, you know, you're not playing as Luke, you know what I mean? Like, so the way that they've been able to do that and, and make you really care about everything is really cool. Not to mention there's there's droids and different animals and stuff everywhere. Um, I I love the look and the feel of the game. I like that there's a little bit of combat mixed with some some puzzles, um, and so that kind of breaks up the action. Um, but I throw it to UJ for uh, some of those cons. Ooh, I can't wait. Is is there gonna be one? Jay's con is like, oh, it's not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish it challenged me more. Fake cons. Yeah. Right. Um, the, yeah title, my... the title screen wasn't long enough. I want Star Wars bigger on the screen. <laughs> I mean, I, I being honestly, um, I think my cons, and I'll keep it brief for the sake of time, but my cons border on the line of nitpicky, um, meaning specifically. One of the things I noticed kind of early on, and it, it just I think it's just part of the game development, but I instantly noticed that when Cal, the, the Jedi in the movie, Cal Caster, I think is his name, when he takes a step, he glides that yes. first step. Yes. And it throws me it threw me it took me a while to get I wonder if that was just me because I have a shitty I have a, it took I me a know, while to get to that glide step. Yeah. That that glide step took me for a ride. Um I started watching his feet for a long time after that. Like yeah. I could not stop looking at his feet. Yeah, it like, just fucked me up because I hadn't noticed that. Now, now it's all I'm gonna be able to fucking look at. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, why is four steps like three feet? Like, yeah, it's I was like, why does he slide? You know, three feet before he takes a step. That's not you know, good. That's that was the first. That was the first uh, first thing I noticed right at the top of the game. Um, I also instantly noticed I can't double jump, and I hope. That comes later on, but I just felt like, I don't know why, I just felt the need to be able to double jump as a Jedi, um, and I don't know if you unlock it or if you get a high jump or something, but it's got to... I'm almost, I'm almost sure the jump is coming as a force ability. It's got to be. Because I've run into a number of areas where your standard jump isn't isn't long enough and it's i'm 100 percent sure it's gonna come as a as a force ability down the road yeah it's it's gotta be it's got well be. i mean this is this is not a spoiler because you can see this in in one of the um the previews uh but he has a wall run brandon so yeah but that's not double jumping like i don't know i just I, and i have the wall run already oh, yeah okay. we all do i think you start with that yeah no nah, so, they give it to you pretty quickly though yeah. Oh, okay. I can't. Yeah, okay. So, uh, then also, uh, there is the, well, the, these are my two big ones right now. I'll, I'll start with one and the next one, I'll go to the next one. Uh, the first, the, the first big one for me is the ability, the lack of, you have a tutorial, but when you start the game and, you know, like, every 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 video game player thinks they're a jedi master uh you know you start on master <laughs> mode you do and you quickly get spanked by the first group of stormtroopers you're like oh i'm not a master <laughs> <laughs> i'm a knight and you tone that game down because it's not the the way the gameplay works and i guess a lot of reviews that i've seen and read they all reference dark souls and um, yeah, Tomb Raider and, and Uncharted yeah. and yeah. Uh, Metroid and you know I'm yeah. hearing all these games and these are all games that I I've dabbled in a few of them I've never gone deep into yeah Metroid and Dark Souls never even touched it right I've never played those two specifically um, I'm noticing that I'm experiencing a very steep learning curve for what I felt like should be basic combat. You know, you pull out your lightsaber and you take out a squad of of stormtroopers rather quickly. But in this game, you are 
you're punished for that run and gun hack and slash um, yep. attitude. Absolutely. Uh, it is all about, and, and again, the, the criticism here is you're not really taught that it's a, the game solely relies on your ability to, to, to parry and, and use your defensive skills a, a lot more, more than your offensive skills. Yeah. Um, I would even go as far as to say your force powers act more as a defense than they do an offense for you in a lot of cases. So it's yeah, at least at least at this point in the game. Right, right. You know, so at the at the start, and, and you know, everybody listening, just remember we're at, we're at the very all at the very start of the game. So these are just first, really first reactions. But I would say that if if later in the game you're still, uh, let's say, struggling, and and I knew for me. Fighting, fighting the same stormtrooper over and over and over again was painful, um, and then getting killed by the local wildlife was really oh starting god. to. to oh test my god! Uh, Did y'all so, die to that giant frog thing? Oh yes! my god! That fucking frog! I just beat him today. I it's just a frog with. Oh, you got past him. I went back and I. Messed oh, you you talking about the one in the cave, right? The one in the cave. Yeah. Yep. I went there and beat him, and I. Brandon, said, if you haven't found a frog in a cave, walk the fuck away. Oh man, he blew me away. He, he kills you. If, if Jay, can I jump in here real quick? Yeah. Um. The uh. The in the interest of time, I I just wanted to, to kind of move this on a little bit, but um. The the issue with that, Jay, is that the load times for getting back into the game are atrociously yes, long. Yes. So that's yeah. my num- that's my that's my number one thing. And okay. I, go and ahead. I, and the way that I'll I'll say it, and then you guys can jump in, but um. I appreciate the checkpoints throughout the level. They're not enough of them. (laughs) uh, There were a few times where I was like, I'm not walking all over this thing. Because not only do you die, but all the cat, all the bad guys come back. You have to yeah. do all the, the fight all over again, and only yeah. then to get to that character that killed you, so you can reclaim your experience points. And but should you die before you get back to him? No, don't. You lose. Don't all get that. me started on oh. losing the XP bullshit, dude. I'm, oh my yeah. fuck. That's it. I'm done. That's yeah. the awesome. So okay, yeah. So I'll jump in here. So I, I I got I got two big things. The first thing, I I actually don't think the game looks all that great. I don't, I'm not impressed by the graphic style. The characters don't look good at all. That you're, you're, One of your main companions is this black woman, and her eyes are popping out of her head. I mean, they are pushed five inches out of her head, and there is no excuse for it. Like, I've seen people that look like this, and, that, and that's fine. This, yeah, is an, this is a fictional animated character. There's a no, real person. Yeah, it's, it's a, not a person yeah it's based on a real person i know it is because i've actually seen the actor that plays the jedi and it looks just like him yeah. but like this is a this is a seriously poor rendering of this of this woman and it is it is so hard to look at her it is unbelievably it is it's terrible the alien that she runs with there's times when he's rendered poorly the landscaping is fine. The, there's so many deep, dark, dank holes that that lead to nowhere, and you look down into them, and there's it's rendered poorly. Like in general, and I, I'm playing on Xbox One S, and I'm playing in 4K on a. Oh, 4K. you're playing on Xbox. We're playing on PlayStation. Yeah, I knew I knew y'all were, but I, I figured I'm, let me let me try to play in 4K. Yeah. And so I played it both in in just my standard Xbox in in HD, and then I played it. I I've been playing it recently in 4K. 4K on a 4K television, and it's not a particularly it's not a particularly beautiful game. Like the cutscenes are fine, 
Um, hair is rendered very terribly. His like, hair, I, when his hair in, in gameplay mode is horrible. It's, it's horrible. The, the cinematic cutscenes, I think, look really good. Actually, I, I think I think they're passable. I, I think I think it's about what I expect from a next gen game at yeah. this late in the in the in the console season, um, which is which is what I'm saying. Like the Xbox One S has been out for you know we're going on five six years now, so like games should be looking stunning. And this, yeah. this, this X the system wasn't made yesterday, um, so that that for a while I'm just a little bit disappointed with how the game looks. And then it, the 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 risk reward of taking on enemies is just right now it it is brutal yeah. because part of the game mechanics for everyone listening is that when you die you lose all of your experience since the last time you leveled up, and that sounds like a lot because it fucking is a lot. <laughs> lose everything and now the game gives you a chance to get it back by going back and attacking the 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 creature or person that killed you the problem is sometimes you run into really high level stuff because you walked into you know a cave or you fell down a hole and like you run into a high level enemy and they kill you and take all your xp and then you have to make the tough decision of do i go back and keep getting my face beat in for the next 30 minutes or do I just walk away from all the XP that I lost? Yeah. And so sometimes this system of taking all your XP can be really prohibitive to your experience in the game. And right now, again, like we're we're all very early. All our characters are, are fairly weak. And then on top of that, we're not skilled in the combat system just yet. But if you're not playing, as I can tell already, if this isn't a game you're playing every day and you're going to be playing it casually you know, like a casual gamer, then what's going to happen is you're not going to keep up the muscle memory in this combat system to play at anything above Jedi Knight, which I guess is fine. But like the combat system is going to get harder and harder because the enemies are going to get harder and harder. And you losing all your XP is just prohibitive. It's prohibitive to you leveling up in the game just based on the the way... So that it's basically, you know, baby, baby mode. Yeah. You know, so Jedi Knight's supposed to be like. You to play on. Yeah. You really, like, I, I just, I've just never been a proponent of what a lot of games are doing now, which is story mode, which is basically like, you know, you can basically probably hack and slash your game, your, your way through the game. Um, to, to quickly, I have two issues with this game. And one I think is pretty, pretty big. The first one is, is the, the load times and. The experience point thing. Um, I went and tried to fight the big, the big frog in the cave and kept dying. And the only thing that really pissed me off about it was that it just takes so long to get back into the game. And you guys know I'm a rage quitter. Like if I'm sitting here for you know the better part of a minute and a half for my game to reload, like that doesn't sound long, but that's an eternity. Right. That that's enough time for me to quit the game. My my biggest issue is this. There's no hub. There's no there's no capital city. There's no like it, when I think about Mass Effect, there was that one city or that one massive ship if you're talking about Andromeda where you could go to and there's just there's a hustle and bustle of the world around you. There's people walking around doing stuff. There's there's um characters you can talk to, random quest givers just like it, it's it's just 
you know, you're, there's Megaton and Fallout, you know, there's there's downtown Vegas and Fallout New Vegas. Like, uh, there's there's even, you know, even when you talk about the, the, the other game that we play, there's at least that um that that hub network. There's there's no. Yeah, there there's no center hub city for me to really immerse myself in the comings and goings of the Star Wars world. And to me, that makes the game feel a little empty. Like, there's three people on the ship. And then when you get to the planet, you know, there's stuff to do on the planet, but there's no just, like, world where there's a shopkeeper and a, and a gun maker and, and yeah. a guy rolling past in his speeder and, you know, two guys over in the corner playing some some weird, you know, gambling game that Saba. they're going to turn into a card game. Right. You know, just, there's no per- there's no you know, bar that I can go to where you know, like there's there is none of that in this game. And this might be a little little much, but I think this game is a good Star Wars game. It's not a great Star Wars game. I think this game could be a whole lot better. Uh, I agree. The graphics aren't stunning. Um, I think the the cutscenes and the movie scenes are great. Um, but they didn't put enough time into it because I know what a great game where they put a ton of time looks like. And it's called Red Dead Redemption. And I know they could have put a whole lot more NPCs in here, and they didn't. And so that that gives me the feeling that they wanted to create a Star Wars game, and they wanted to get something to market quickly, and they put effort into this. But it actually just leaves me wanting a whole lot more. To me, the game is good. It's not great. To me, the game will be in a Game of Year conversation, but mostly because it, it has nothing to compare it to. We don't know what a great Star Wars game looks like because it's been because it, people don't consider for some reason people don't consider Knights of the Republic in 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 the pantheon of Star Wars games like it just never gets talked about. So I you mean I the think, PC the latest PC version of it or no the the Xbox version of it and oh, people don't I even mean, talk I, about people don't even talk about the PC version of it. Yeah, no, people don't talk about the PC version because who the fuck cares? Knights of the Republic uh, still comes up every once in a while. Yeah, but I think my, people so. Sure, we, we we don't need to debate about whether or not it's real. But my my point here is is that like I see what has been left on the table here, and that's yeah. my problem with this game. I agree. I, I agree that it's 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 yeah. I agree that you can see what's been left on the table. Um, I just I mean I I do think get to get back to Jade's uh, pro con um pro comment is that. The, the, it's not a hack and slash, and you have to have finesse in in the combat system. And I and I think I think that's good and bad. It's good it's good because it makes it a, a deeper game and in wielding that lightsaber. But it's bad because you got to learn fighting mechanics. And if you don't play regularly, then you're gonna suck at it very very often than not. You uh yes, and the way that they describe it is it's not when you look at the level of difficulty and again there's a lot of air quotes around this because we are we are all still at the very beginning of this game so there's a lot we right. don't know right. but um the level of difficulty works it doesn't increase the bad guys
does is it decreases the timing of your blocking ability. Right. So and it also increases the amount of damage you take when you get hit. Yes. So it's a very clever, you know, uh, difficulty system in place from that perspective. Um, but at the same time, like Brandon, you said, it's muscle memory. Like if you don't have that timing down and you're not used to the to the battle flow, then you're getting sliced up by the, the smallest of thing. Yeah. And the, and the other thing is, I will tell you guys, like you do run up on like squadrons of stormtroopers at later points in the game, so Don't it does. Ass. Yeah, it does get a lot tougher uh, to fight. So it's it's everything we're talking about is just early game stuff to minus the graphics and some of the loading and all that kind of stuff. But I think there's a lot left on the table to see what this game has to offer for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, early just, early scores. Let's go around the room, Jay. Uh, I'm for me, it's a ten out of ten, and I'm giving it game of the year stamp. Um, everything that we've brought up to me are I would consider not deal breakers or game breakers. It's these are small to me. They're relatively small things in the grand scheme of things. And to your point, Brian, that you made about the how what are we comparing it against? We're comparing it to the last time we had a, a good Star Wars game. And my good Star Wars game was Knights of the Republic on the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lifetime ago, you know, in some countries. So it's, 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 um, again, it checks all the boxes for me. I love it. Uh, so far, I'm willing to forgive a lot of the little nuances. And take it up as this is just that. This is just the game we're playing currently. Um, and I definitely see it being very much at the top of a lot of game of the year lists. Brandon? Uh, for right now, honestly, for me, it, it, it's a 7.5. It, it's, it, it, I'm very early. It could be, it could easily make its way to an 8.5, a whole point higher. Um, and I, I do still think that, it, that that's saying a lot. I think a 7.5 is, is, a, is a pretty decent score for a game. I think the game started off slow. Um, also, um, I think the combat system is great. Um, so don't take my comments about that as, as a negative. Uh, but I, 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 the graphics are disappointing. I do, I do agree. It's leave me wanting for more, but again, it's early. So I think there's a chance that this game really opens up. It really expands. Um, as long as I'm not doing the same thing on every single planet, which, you know, I have confidence that that's not going to happen based on the early reviews that I've seen. So to me, it's, it, it's, it's a seven, five, it's probably closer to an eight. And I'm, and I'm thinking by the end of this, I'll, I'll be saying it, it's an, it's an 8.5. Um, I, I, I give it an eight. Um, I think this is a case of, you know, you, you feed a starving man, you know, disgusting food he's gonna think it's great regardless of what you feed him and i'm starving uh, yeah we're starving (laughs) and so i I think i think we are inclined to overrate this game if we this came in the pantheon of great star wars games i don't think this thing makes it past a seven uh, that's the point we don't have great star wars it's like it's but that's the point we don't have great star wars games so we need to remember that and judge this based upon we would judge any game i think the game's a little empty it's a good game and i would actually recommend people to buy it it's a very good game i think you're gonna have a lot of fun i do plan on beating this game i'm I'm gonna put a whole lot of time into it but it isn't the groundbreaking game changer that we've been looking for and to me, that that's a problem. I, I, it's it's an eight, Jay. It's an eight. It's better than I, I, the, I, the I, question I, well, at seven point five. Brandon gave it. 
we'll let it go. I just I, I agree with you about the hub world. I do miss that. Thinking about Mass Effect and also uh, Red Dead, where you at least have little towns in between stuff. Like that is yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and I do think that it would it would benefit from some of that. I also one other thing I didn't I forgot to mention was a little disappointed I didn't get to, get, didn't get to customize my character. Um, I think yeah, I'm we talked spoiled. about that though. Yeah, I we, think I've just been spoiled and, by by the modern world. And the thing yeah. about it is, you can't customize your character in Red Dead, and that game is absolutely incredible. If this was Red Dead Star Wars, I'd have six copies of it. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, right, it's, right. You have extra copies. Have extra copies. <laughs> extra copies. It stood up on a good character, you know, yes. and we, and that's what I'm saying. I think we just need to get a little bit deeper into this, and I might be premature. I'm reading tea leaves. I don't know anything. You know, I, I've, I'm a little it's bit past. I'm a little past you guys, but not that far. You know, can I all right. all this real quick? Yeah. yeah. Does this voice annoy y'all like it annoys mine? He has I mean, a lisp. He a, has the worst voice ever. Does he really? I, I never you know even now. Now, just like just like you're gonna see him travel 20 feet before he takes his first <laughs> step. I'm gonna hate his voice from now on. So you know what? it's like he's a kid and he talks like a kid. You know, yeah. and yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you. Next time you guys are playing, look for. Um, right before he starts to run, he does this like little scoot hop run. And I'm like, that's just like a kid on a baseball field running around. Like it's, it's such a weird, these little nuanced things you notice and that, <laughs> might, that might add to it. I don't know, but I, I'm totally with you. It's I can't a- wait till fall in order too. That's going to be a great game. That's going to be a great game. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be uh red dead redemption fall order too. Oh my God. All right, guys, we're going we're gonna to leave that there and jump on into some stadia news. How about that? Yeah. Good. How much time we got? All right. Um, <laughs> never enough. Five minutes. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because we talk about Stadia a lot, but um, it, it as a video game podcast, we have to continue to inform our listeners about the ongoings that are come that that's happening with Google Stadia. We're a video so, game podcast. Yeah, Shit. come to find out. Um, so recently, Google Stadia um had a, a Reddit AMA. For those out there who don't know what an AMA is, ask me anything. So Google. Went on to Reddit and said, hey, you know, ask us anything you want about Google Stadia. And some very, very interesting things came out about it. Without me spending the time at this point to read through all the, the finer points, long story short, this thing is going to fall well, well short of its earlier billing. Um, to For a few things, um, let's see. It's laggy. Um, I'll tell you, it's laggy. <laughs> um, it's got a a very terrible library of games that everybody they already. Was, everybody already launch with twelve games. Yeah, everybody already has those games, and it's not good. Um, um, will not be available at launch. So if you have games, you you would have to rebuy those games for your kids or for your spouse. Um, um, You will not be able to use that Chromecast Ultra. You have to get a new one that either comes in the box when you buy Google Stadia or buy one separately. Um, it will not cast 4K on any device except um, via the Chromecast Ultra on your TV, at least not initially. 
Um, it will not have the HDR 5.1 surround sound on any device except the Chromecast Ultra that, that comes delivered with the box. Why would I buy that? Um, any achievements? There's There are no um, game achievement logs like you have in um, PlayStation and Xbox and, and Nintendo. That won't launch until next year. Um uh, Google Play gift cards and credits will not work a day one. <laughs> Why um, would you buy this? They just they just say, how can we make this the complete unaccessible system in the world? You know, Brian, one thing I heard that might be on this list, but I wanted to just throw in there is one review I saw actually earlier today said, if you try to play this game on streaming on your phone, you're going to obliterate your data plan because the amount of data this thing puts out is unruly more than a Netflix viewing or, you know, a Hulu thing, you know, it's, it's like, it's disgusting. And it's so bad. In fact, that you can't actually stream through your, through your mobile data plan. You have to tether it to another device to stream, which will then crush that device you know, so it's yeah. like um, that, that was the biggest piece that came out of the, the uh, if you want to run this at um at 4k it is go- i think they said something like uh, i think 25 gigabytes a minute or something like that like something absolutely absurd you cannot on day one you cannot run this thing at optimal speeds like you just can't do it. It will destroy your data plan. Absolutely <laughs> this is, fucking crush this you. That's exactly the problem I brought up weeks ago. Like this uh, yeah, is, I think this, they this, this up this, in this is the thing that July. This is the thing that's gonna kill unless they figure out how to and they're not gonna figure it out anytime soon. Mm-mm. But you gotta solve this this the first problem is the the ability to stream has gotta be working for everybody and I, and it already out the gate just anybody who has a mobile device can't just hop on stadia and play like they like they threw out at us like you can just get on and just have fun with your games like that doesn't work it's a fantasy i mean basically this thing will only work on their chromecast ultra oh if you want <laughs> here's another one this is so crazy if you want to play your mobile device day one uh google stadia will only run on google pixel Cell phones. Okay. This is a fucking joke. Yeah, I, this, <laughs> this, this, this is. Can you believe that? Uh, this, is a, this is a joke of a system. It's almost like. The price we'll run on is Google Pixel phones. This is a joke. It's what a are we fucking, doing here, guys? It's a this, fucking joke. They're not right. The cash grab. Oh yep. my god. They're just. They're just. They're, it's a pretend of a system. It's. And, like, I. I don't, I don't have any confidence that this is even going to make it off the ground. Uh, and, and like, here's the thing: it probably will, but the first year is going to be a complete clusterfuck of a situation. I will. Well, here, here's what they should have done, Brandon. They, what they should have done is instead of announcing this as a launch date, this should have been a beta. It should have yeah. been a fucking beta yeah. that was free. Or they should have had an exclusive buy-in for the beta for the first year. This thing should have hit beta for at least six months, mm-hmm. and get because basically when when you when you read the AMA really thoroughly, a lot of the a lot of the the functionality that they say you're going to have isn't going to come until early to mid next year, 
Which means really what they are launching this week, by the way, is a beta. They're launching a beta. And they're charging people full price for it right now. And that is ridiculous. Yeah. They're just cutting your servers on and then charging you. But basically, they're trying to test the system load. And they're doing it by asking you to pay to get in. Because, again, like I said a couple weeks ago, they need people who are going to buy, like, physically buy into this so they just don't crush it. And so it's... It, it's 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 all a game. It's it's stupid. They're gonna get crushed either way, and this thing won't be decent for a couple years. And it sounds like they still got a long way to go to figure out their their Very lag issue. Question. I mean, if you it, like Jay said, lag is the number one issue to streaming. Lag is the number one issue for online gaming. Lag is everything to people who play video games online. And you're you're combining online play and streaming all in one and you can't promise players that they won't have to deal with serious lag issues then you're going to be dead in the water and it sounds like they haven't figured that out yet and i mean it's just it's just laughable right now i i i can't take this seriously because it's not a serious system right now it's not a serious launch that this is these are these are guinea pigs if you're buying into this check your backside because you probably have a tail yeah, if you own Google Stadia, you should literally just put it on the shelf for at least six months. Yeah. Easy. No one will buy it. And oh well, crash. it's already sold out. It's sold out everywhere, dude. Yeah, but it's the early, it's the early adopters, and and they're they're already railing on it. And I, I'll just, I'll just, you know, one thing that could probably save it that they should have thought of, and my damage might be done, is they should have actually had some type of marketing campaign for whatever launch titles they have. They don't have any. They don't have any launch. I think there is. I think there are. There's one or two games that they. They have. They have Destiny, the the full library for Destiny, and um, they have um, Assassin's Creed. They have the full library for um, Tomb Raider. Um, They don't have anything original and great. I thought there. I thought they did have one exclusive at least that I I can't remember the name of it, but but my point is is that. Guilt. If you really, if you really want to sell a console or device like that, give me a reason. Like, give me a, you know, if I tell you what, if they put Fallen Jedi on there as an exclusive, that people would be lined up around the block to buy that. Like, yeah, I'm about to go out and buy a fucking Switch just for Pokemon. So yep. that works. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'd all have Google Switch. We'd all have Google Stadia right now if uh, if Jedi Fallen Order was on. I'd pay to. I'd pay up for that in a heartbeat. I, 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 I wouldn't. I'm not. I don't fucking want Google Stadia. Six ninety nine a month or whatever it is. Oh God, right the subscription. There's no way. There's no way I'm paying a subscription yeah. and buying a sixty dollar game and all this. Oh my God, just kick me down the curb already. I'm, I already, I already got to pay seven bucks a month just to watch Mandalorian. I got to pay another six to play a shitty game that I've already played before. Hard <laughs> sell. Out. Spoiler alert, Mandalorian coming up soon. Alright guys, uh, let's uh, let's jump into our last topic here, our game saver tip of the month. This month, our tip comes from B. What do you got for him, B? Ah, it's the best tip. It's a tip that saved our gaming lives and, and actually led to us starting the LCG pod. And that Jay, is... why are you making that face? I just want to hear what the tip is. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Jay. trying to hear the origins of my own podcast. Mm, yeah. This is interesting. Um, uh, the, so the tip is to schedule your game nights. I, uh, a couple years back, or maybe only a year ago, 
the three of us started um, setting up one night a week. With... Pirates night. Yeah. <laughs> it started off with, uh, not, I, I don't know why I want to say Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, oh, that... you don't remember the oh. name? No, that game is so dumb. <laughs> that was your game. That was your game. game. You stood on the table for that game. High on the table. Yeah, it all. You know what? We're not gonna get into this. We're not gonna get into this. But John Jay actually brought us to that game. No, no, no. no. We've already settled this. Uh, okay, whatever. Keep going. Go yeah. Okay. So one of the things we started doing is we started we started scheduling and agreeing that we we're gonna make time. I take time out of our week to play video games and, you know, play them together. And it, part of this is if you have friends that play video games um, or, you know, you have a, a wife or a husband at home that, that likes to play video games, schedule time, put it, write it down, put it in your calendar, you know, from, from eight to 10 on Thursday or, or, you know, nine to 11 on Monday, you know, after the kids go to bed, you know, say we're going to play, we're going to play some games. We're going to go, we're going to do some co-op missions or we're going to get online and, and, and compete or we're going to play some Super Smash Bros. Whatever you need to do, whatever you want to do, schedule time because if you just leave it up to your schedule naturally opening up to find time to play those games, it's just never going to fucking happen. Yeah, you're never going to play. And, like, we we realized that, like, we wanted to play video games, but our, our number one excuse was we never had time. You know, we were always doing this. You know, we were hanging out with our wives. We were, you know, I got a kid now, hanging out with my kids, you know. Um, and the problem legitimately is, like, the people in your life don't know you want to play video games. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just think it's a, it's a pastime thing. And it is, but if it's something you really want to get into, if it's a game you really want to experience, you know, you're, you're hearing about Red Dead. Um, you're hearing about Division, you know, you're hearing about Star Wars and you want to experience these games, then, you know, build it into your life like you build everything else. You know, even if it's just a couple hours a week, write it down to your schedule, make it make it a noteworthy thing. And so what you'll find is that you'll start regularly playing video games again. And it's it's yeah. that simple. You get you get the people around you that also play video games to join you in this schedule. And you can start to have some of these experiences you you really want to have. And next thing you know, you can talk about Star Wars, Fallen Jedi, or you know, you can go get that horse in Red Dead that you've been chasing around forever, but you haven't. Buy a horse. I know where it's at too. Anthony told me where it's at. I just haven't gone and gotten it. Oh, I know, I know where the best horse is in Red Dead, and I just haven't gone to go get it. Yeah. Jay, uh, any any additions to the to the tip there? Is that something that you've done in the past? Is that is that a good tip that you've used? Uh, nope. Uh, I would just. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if people have noticed. He's never backed our tips. How is he even on a podcast? I would I would just say have some flexibility in case you have to switch days and uh, have a good explanation for your loved ones about why you're spending an hour. Uh, every yeah. week playing a a video game. Yeah, I I went as far as having to put it on our on our house calendar. There you so, go. So you were so you have used this tip then. I what the fuck, Jay? He just said that he who didn't never done this before. Never used it. Don't touch the stuff. This is the first thing he says is well, you know, and then I put it on my calendar. I, put on my, that, put that, on my fucking my, calendar. That's my attempt, but I'm not saying it's always follow through I, i'm just you know if you 
if you have an understanding family who doesn't mind you disappearing for hours at a time throughout the middle of the work week, then uh, by all means, please sit and play video games. But, you know, it's a tough, it's just tough justification. I've had an easier time going to a bank getting a loan than I have scheduling a game night. So um, there you have it, folks. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) Jay just took a dump. All over my over my game saver tip. Yeah, uh, I will say that the 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 scheduling game time tip is a great tip. Uh, it has worked in the past for us, and I don't even know why Jay doesn't say he doesn't use it. Like it literally is why we played Sea of Thieves every Thursday night for like three months. There it is. Yeah, I knew. No, you weren't supposed to tell him because he was supposed to remember that title. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry he's so hurting but yeah I mean this thing it actually works you get into a rhythm the people around you buy into it as well my 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 wife was literally like is you know is is it is it pirates night tonight you know what I mean yes, like yes, it's not fun. I agree. Pirates that's night. Pirates. To the point now like night. we dream about those days like. Do you realize you were in the good old days? So, like, yes. Reading the Twitter pages and the IGs and the things every week about it. I was swallowing that game. That game was, oh, I was trying so hard to get gold. I was lining us up for missions to go get more gold. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Look, see, look, uh, see, this is back. It's a great game. Y'all want to go play it? Play it. You both No, no, you know what's back? You know what's back? Get out of here. All right, that's the end of the podcast. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you for the tip, gentlemen. Uh, We are going to wrap it up there because we are not getting into a conversation about Anthem. Not today, Jay. I'm not doing it with you. Disappointing game, Jay. Anthem next. Google it. Anthem next. If you want to hear about all of Jay's Anthem fantasies, you can always follow us on Twitter at LCG Pod, on Facebook at League of Casual Gamers. If you have any questions or want to talk to us about Anthem or any of the games that we do, uh, you can always write it at lcgpod at gmail.com. If you like what we're doing, you want to support the podcast, if you want to become a leaguer, find us at our Patreon at League of Casual Gamers. But if you do nothing else, please like and subscribe on all major podcast platforms. Click on that fifth, count them, five stars. That is everything. And we will see you guys next week. Catch up on your Rick and Morty. Anthem next.